we're back. Season 2 of Patterns of Life Podcast. Yes, it is three years since the last time I released any episode, but now you're looking at 20 episodes for Season 2, and it's going to be fun. And even though these conversations all happened in 2019, I hope that they remain relevant to you as they have been to me. So here goes our next episode. Thanks for doing this. Of course. I'm so excited to do this with you. Dang, I'm... <laughs> Are you? Of course. Are you nervous? I feel special to be interviewed. I feel special when you didn't like, interview I like... me. <laughs> like on the accomplishments of life <laughs> yeah one of my friend levi he said that it's one of uh his bucket list was to be in a podcast oh yeah so he was like whoa. super stoked that we get to do it i think my life purpose was to be in a podcast whoa i think it's i think it's oh the, i've gosh. accomplished my life purpose so you can pretty much pass away now and go <laughs> to the next life yeah after this see ya no. Yes, I'm so excited and just to drive over here to Sacramento and get to hang out with you and get to know more about who you are and your life and future I, endeavors. And I gotta ask, how yeah. I gotta ask, how have you liked Sacramento so far? I love Sacramento, to be honest. I I think it's I think I would go back. I love how everything is so close to each obviously, other. Obviously, uh, yeah, and obviously yeah. you had some great pizza. Great pizza. pizza great food. Yeah. Great coffee. coffee yeah. So I would say it's it's ideal. Ideal city to live at. So a lot of trees, right? I love how everything is such a great spot for photographs and mm. filmmaking. So yeah. suburban houses are very unique. So many trees to get the shot that you like. It's like so many shade. Easy to throw a shade on somebody. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, dude, how are you doing? Um. Doing good, doing yeah. good. Uh, just, um, I think being in a place that's a little bit more slower than other major cities. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, this little, I like, I thoroughly enjoy this pace of life that I'm in right now. Yeah. The season I'm life I'm in yeah. right now, yeah. It's like slower for you right now. It's like slow down. Yeah, like. like um, what song is that? <laughs> yeah, I just, I, what song? Uh, Jonathan Ogden. Oh yeah, yeah slow, yeah, slow down. Yeah. Love it, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Like what do you appreciate in the slowing down phase right now? If you were to point out something spe- specific. Oh, easy, uh, yeah. easy, like um, hurry. Hurry? Yeah, yeah. like um, I feel like uh, in a bigger city, I, you know, I, I live down in Los Angeles going to school. Um, I go to, I commute to San Francisco often for work. Yeah. And so just, being in those major metropolitan areas, you can feel a sense of people, people like rushing, like people rushing around. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can kind of see the culture from like even like the way they drive. Like people yeah. are always like trying to cut people off, rushing yeah. around. They need yeah. to get from this place to that place. Huh. Um, and uh, just like in Sacramento, um, it's not so much. Yeah, I guess it's not so much. I don't know. Well, striving, I guess, maybe yeah. might be a good word. Like, yeah. Because in those cities, you know, like, they're striving for success. They're striving for accomplishment. Mm. Uh, being in Sacramento, um, yeah, this place is a lot more slower. Yeah. 
That's what I noticed too, yeah. The pace, I mean, yeah. literally the driving, <laughs> but like even the pace of yeah. life is slowed down. And I think yeah. for me at least, a slow down pace where there isn't hurry involved, Yeah. Um, you know, provides a lot of room for, you know, ref- self-reflection, growth. Mm. Um, That's a good way to put it. Yeah, a lot of quiet. That's good. Yeah. I like that. And I think those are all conducive, especially to like, I mean, you know, the creative lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, instead of uh, create, uh, you know, like, you know, major cities, you have to kind of create to live. Um, yeah. Here, it's, it, you're not creating, you're not, like, creating to live. You're, like, it's opposite, living to create. Living to create, yeah. 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 No, I like that. I like that. Like, living comes first because, you know, like, you're not creating so you can just make money off of it, but you're creating because it, it's something that gives you life. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you don't forget to live, but you appreciate living because you get to create while you live. Yeah, I guess to put it in those terms. Yeah, that's and that. Yeah, yeah like that. So we were talking about earlier, like that slower pace of life. Yeah. Um. Like you're not moving from like one big moment to one big moment. Mm. Like you're not moving for like, in terms of like production, you're not moving from like one production to another production to another production, or you're yeah. like. You're looking for the next job in production. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, in those kind, of, in that kind of life, like you're hurt. Like, you know, you have to think about that a lot, worry about that a lot, yeah. and whatnot. But here, like, yeah, it's not so much of like the those moments. You're not living mm-hmm. from moment to moment to moment, but like you're living in the moment. In in the moment, yeah. In the quiet. Yeah. In yeah. the the ordinary, the mundane. Yeah, in the mundane. Yeah. I love that you pointed the mundane because like, I'm so big on that and I try, I, I want to see the good in every mundane mm, yeah. things that are happening exactly. every day. And that's why for me, routines and rhythms of life is so important because that's when we learn so much about ourselves. Yeah, for and sure. So, in terms of you slowing down, and you, you mentioned that you used to live in LA, mm-hmm. right, for school. So what's the difference between your rhythm and routines from when you were living in LA to the difference between now um, that you live in Sacramento now? Yeah. Right off the bat, um, it was a different phase of life. And so LA was uh, school. And so yeah. I was in LA for school. And so I had like kind of forced schedule, like, yeah. you know, like a, almost like a forced routine of like, you know, waking up, going to classes, coming back. And so um, out there, uh, in terms of rhythm, that was like the, the school was central. Yeah. So my life kind of revolved around the around school. of school. Yeah. And not. Afterwards, outside of the yeah. confines of a schedule that is dictated by like school. Yeah. Um, like, uh, he up here, um, you know, like, like, you have more. You have more time. Yeah, you have more free time, and so, mm. um, you know, like what from zi- from like you know from elementary school to college, like school is the the big thing, mm-hmm. right? And so now that people have the freedom of to choose after doing college, you know, like work and what are you gonna do in your free time? And what to do? Yeah, yeah that's like, true. Yeah, it's like a time of I guess almost I won't say self discovery, but like mm-hmm. you learn more about yourself. Yeah. Because you have all the free time. Like, do you go to. That's true. You know, are you, is it going to be going toward like entertainment, binge watching, or like. Yeah. Just 
filling up our mind with activities yeah. or whatnot. Um, We're literally sitting at the park and just... Yeah, yeah, you know. literally sitting at the park and doing whatnot. Yeah. Uh, being interviewed on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, basically right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, also, what comes to mind is just like um, the big thing between L.A. and Sacramento uh, in terms of rhythm is that like, like one of the... Uh, L.A. is very affected by like the, co- the entertainment culture out, out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. And so it always felt like um, I was always someone's plan F, where like plan A didn't fall through, plan B didn't fall oh, through. Oh yeah, C didn't yeah. Fall okay. Or like, okay. or like where where we were at, we everyone it felt like people were always looking for the cooler thing to do. I see. Like, what's the cooler thing? Like, I see. Yeah. Me being here means me not being somewhere else, and that somewhere like else that. could be like the cooler place or the yeah. place where I get ahead in my career or right. whatnot. And so, huh, I like that. Up here is a completely different. Yeah. Um, because it's not that kind of uh, industry or like you know a lot of these places just you know they have a state uh, government mm-hmm. um, state government here so yeah. like, you know it's a lot less uh, a lot less in terms of that way I guess yeah you know. mm. I feel like I didn't answer your question though I think you did <laughs> I think you did I think you you draw kind of a similarity on the kind of life that there is in Sacramento but I guess if we focus more on you specifically mm. oh, okay, like yeah, yeah. what's your daily life look like and if we're going to focus on Sacramento since this is you know how long have you been here um gosh I five years now? five years five six so, years now? yeah five six years so being here in five six years like what's your morning look like I guess you know, uh, oh like my my literally my routine like, oh yeah. yeah like yeah um wake up uh, around 6.15, mm-hmm. um, get ready, and actually I work out at CrossFit um, mm-hmm. at 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Yeah. Every day, Monday through Friday. I, 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 Monday like, to Friday? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> thing is, no one, like, I was never, like, a person that enjoyed working out, exercising uh-huh. at all. Uh-huh. It's just one day, uh, my first job, I had noticed I had gained, like, 15 pounds, and they had like free soda and food just lying around and so yeah, yeah. I was like dude if I'm gonna eat this yeah. eat, you know like if I'm gonna eat this stuff drink this stuff I need to get healthy yeah so um, somehow I was just suckered into doing CrossFit and then I and it's been a actually it's been a probably one of the biggest yeah impacts on my life yeah because before that my schedule was so open right yeah like I can kind of come in when I where I wanted to at work yeah and leave whenever I wanted to as long yeah. as I had those hours yeah Yeah, so my first job, oh yeah, so yeah, one of the things I've for sure uh, come to realize is how much the need for um, taking care of your physical body. Mm-hmm. And so incorporating um, exercising, specifically yeah. at CrossFit every day, <laughs> six, every day for an hour in the morning, seven to eight. Um, wow. I, I laugh because I, I was net, like if my college friends, yeah. I was like the least likely to work out. Yeah. Like not, yeah. not into lifting weights, nothing yeah. like that. Being generally being more of an kind of in my head thinking a lot, yeah. anxious kind of person. Yeah. Um, you know, stress 
the first sign that I'm very stressed mm-hmm. is that my, the way I treat my body goes mm-hmm. out the window. Yeah. So eating yeah. unhealthy, you know, sleeping in weird hours. Hours, yeah. You know, like crazy long naps. Like that's one of the first signs. And so really working out has helped me to like engage my body fully. Mm-hmm. I work as a photographer and actor. And so there's always, there's always something to do. And like yeah. always pictures to edit. Yeah. There's kind of oh, yeah. always, um, you know, like, you know, scripts to break down, scenes to study, movies, even movies to watch. That's awesome. Um, and then during that, and then usually I, um, I like to help my dad out at his mm-hmm. dry cleaners. And so yeah. I usually kind of pop in, say hello, yeah. do some work with him. Just to spend some, I mean, time, like, yeah. I know that I'm not here for very long, and so, yeah. or I'm not here, I don't know how long I'm going to be here to. Yeah. Or in a morbid way, I don't know how long he's going to yeah. be around. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, no, just to be able to, like. reality of life, yeah. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Um, I, I come in, and I actually, I'm like, hey, take a nap. Yeah. So, he, you know, I get to help my dad out in that way. Yeah. Takes a nap, awesome. and so I take care of business for a little bit. And, yeah. Um, usually, uh afternoon time either pick up uh, do some more work meet up people or client meetings and whatnot um, yeah and that's usually like the kind yeah. of the bare bones of the, the day, bare bones of day yeah. you know like maybe I'll have like an audition to drive out to San Francisco yeah. or whatnot yeah. so it's not really structured but more of like as you go each day is different um, each day looks different yeah yeah day, yeah 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 and like yeah, yeah. it honestly yeah and in, in the beginning it was a curse of choice Yes. Because, like, you know, like, if I feel you, you have right. a yeah. job, eight, nine, nine to five, like, mm-hmm. your hours are limited. Right? Yes. And, like, you sure. have yeah. a set kind of thing to do, mm-hmm. set role, set responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, being on the creative side of doing jobs and work, like, it comes in flows. Yeah. Um, you know, like, uh, you do, because you don't have that schedule, set schedule, you have to really like manage your time well mm. you have to yeah you're you're responsible for yourself yeah i think there's a lot of discipline that goes into that and for a while um i felt like i was alone in that journey i felt mm. like i'm the only one that doesn't know how to deal with my own self-discipline and don't have a routine per se but yeah. you know having a conversation with somebody who's also doing sort of freelance it you know you are your own you know, you're in charge of your own schedule. Yeah. It's not like you wake up at a certain hour because you need to go to work from nine to five. And I always kind of struggled that because I never had a nine to five job. So being able to be in charge and be responsible for what each day is going to look like is very challenging, mm-hmm. you know. So um, is that something that you you think that, you know, like you were, you were saying before, it was you, you kind of had the curse to have this choice of, having some sort of a flow in your day, mm-hmm. you think that you'd want to keep it that way for a while or you're just really waiting for another season where you have something to anchor down? Um, that kind of life is very conducive to the bachelor life. Mm. You know, like that's very conducive to like, I can come and go as I please because yeah. I'm not tied down to commitment or I'm not tied down mm. to yeah. a relationship. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so um, mm. in a way, this lifestyle can kind of show a selfishness almost. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense of like, yeah, like, num- like 
the schedule, your schedule is all about you. Yeah. And yeah. like what you want to do. Yeah. Um, is schedule like what you want to do. Yeah. Where you want to go, mm-hmm. what you want to accomplish. And so, yeah, in a sense, like, um, yeah, like, I think that like any, in terms of like creative capacity, like anytime you're in a space where you're doing it by yourself, mm-hmm. it's not very conducive to like, contributing in a grander, larger way, I feel like. Yeah, like a family, like, yeah. Yeah, like no art, like I feel like no artist can get popular or like not po- even, not even like fame or popularity or money-wise, mm-hmm, throw mm-hmm. that out the window. Yeah. Like I think work, like the value of like work or like yeah. Yeah. the satisfaction, yeah. um, there's a greater sense, I think, in with people yeah. or with someone. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, like um, uh, I think that, um, yeah, I would love to work toward being able to be a c- part of a team to contribute to something. Mm-hmm. That's like, like as an actor, like one of the coolest things I always think about is um, when mm-hmm. I step on set and we have, you know, production team, director, assistant director, camera people, like they're all working toward this, sing- like, yeah. and actors, yeah. and we're all working toward this singular vision. Yeah. And it's so rewarding when those creative energies kind of just come together. That's true. Um, a photographer, yeah. like, you know, like, as much as being photography is about being by your, like a you're a singular photographer taking pictures. Yeah. Like you're working together with, you know, like the person you're shooting. Yeah. Yeah. In the bare bones capacity, or like yeah. if you're on a set, you know, with yeah. your lighting team, with your hair yeah. and makeup, with the yeah. client, with the, the. So yeah, I would like to. Um, yeah, I would love. To, that's something I definitely want to be working toward. Working. Mm-hmm. Working toward. Yeah. Um, that's cool. But forever, for, for whatever reason, this season, uh, yeah, I think that um, working toward something that also is con- conducive to like, you know, like inviting someone into your life. Inviting, yeah. Is a, yeah. You know, it's like. When you're younger, you know, like younger, more creative spirit, like the the desire for freedom is such a pool, right? Yeah. We think yeah. like we don't want to be limited by choice. Like we don't want to yeah. be limited by a schedule. Like we don't want to be limited by responsibility. Yeah. And like the idea is like, oh, like I'm gonna use the free time. I'm gonna find myself. I'm gonna discover myself. And yeah. Like I think that's like the artist desire and urge is like mm-hmm. I need to find. Like I need. I don't. I don't want to be encumbered by restriction to fully experience because I want to fully experience life it's like they yeah. want no restrictions like yeah you know like when I was when I was in my younger 20s I was like I'm yeah. gonna buy a van and I'm gonna live a van life and just travel yeah. and take no, totally but then you totally as for me I realized mm-hmm. the choices I made in the places of freedom mm-hmm. revealed a, a lot of my immaturity mm-hmm. Not so much maturity because I wasn't mature. I'm not still not mature, mm-hmm. but like the immaturities that I had a, a view of myself or like mm-hmm. um, like uh, myself, my work, my mm-hmm. work ethic, or my, even my not work ethic, my approach to what work is. Yeah. Like, um, like what I was, what I, I was like learning, like what I was actually running away from, what mm-hmm. I like you know, like, what I had occupied my time with. Yeah. Even, like, 
um, who in like uh, who in reality was the Lord like who who I was ultimately serving. Yes. Yeah. Because like you know like looking back like a lot of the decisions I made in the places of freedom was a lot about serving my wants, my needs. Mm. Like yes, like serve like um, like making choices either in fear or or uh, making choices selfish choices. And you, it can even be scarcity. Yeah, sca- yeah, yeah. Choices scarcity made in scarcity. Scarcity. So like, scarcity. Yeah. I think I think yeah. if anything, um, one thing that is great from the from like one thing I've learned from Frida, like having for schedule is like, if you sit and actually learn, you can learn about yourself in like a, a much quicker capacity, I guess. Because hmm. like you really are faced with who you are, and your choices. There's this. Oh man, there's this thing I have. Actually, I saved it. Um, yeah. it's from my mentor he gave it to me he does a lot of business consulting leadership consulting okay um, with this called giant consulting or world uh, yeah giant worldwide okay um, so is it is it geared towards uh, entrepreneurs uh, entrepreneur um, it, it, it's geared toward it's, it's geared to it's pretty much a lot, it's almost like it's leadership it's business coaching like leadership business consulting coaching. okay and so like in a in Ooh, a it says patterns I like yeah, that yeah so like in um, the idea is know yourself to lead yourself mm-hmm. so like someone who has a nine to five job you're at a job with you know like with hopefully good managers mm-hmm. who are there to lead you into like hey this is how you operate this is how you do things and so your kind of stage of growth is really affected by the the your direct leader right. So right, like, right, right. Yeah. So like you're learning from them, you're going from them. They hopefully so who have you a, look up to. Basically, yeah, they hopefully yeah. have a track for you to like learn. Like they this is what you do in this situation. Blah blah blah. But like when you're by yourself, when you're working by yourself, mm. like you don't have that. Yeah. So the idea is like, yeah. how do you grow? You know, like you can use it in like your relational life. You can yeah. in your own personal life or your business life. Mm-hmm. How do you grow from that place? Yeah. If you have no one to like. Look like if you don't have that kind of mentorship or like the self awareness that the other other person can bring, yeah, and so yeah. like um, uh, it's um, it's like a infinite eight. Yes, yeah, infinite. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's infinity infinite sign. infinite sign. Yeah, and, infinity sign. Yeah, and it's to show how tendencies, the tendencies of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, are, pa- are lead to patterns that we make mm. in our choices, our thinking, yeah, yeah, um, way we view stuff lead yeah. to actions, yeah, and so actions then lead to consequences, mm-hmm. and consequences leads leads to reality, mm. and so like that's a cycle. It's a cycle, yeah, yeah. And if you're, it's an infinite you, cycle. Yeah, if you want to change your reality, mm-hmm. you really have to change the consequences. But how do you change your consequences? You have to change your actions. How mm. do you change your actions? You gotta change your tendencies, your patterns. Right. So like, um, that's how you lead yourself, and how you get to know yourself, and hopefully can lead to changes. That's true. And so, um, yeah. yeah, I think this was actually probably something that really opened my eyes to, mm. like, like when I'm in that place of freedom, what are my patterns? Like, what am I, do, what am I choosing to do that leads to my reality? Like for the longest time. Um, uh, and I still, I still, I still do this often is like, um, uh, when I'm depressed 
or like I'm anxious mm. about something yeah. I want, and I, I, try, I try to avoid it and the way I avoid it is like usually through like um, playing a game on my phone scrolling reddit or like infinite scroll on like you know Instagram it's, or it's kind of like your tendencies yeah, yeah your tendencies tendency. yeah. But, but what does that do that that yeah. instant gratification yes. so that I can avoid the hard thing I have to do later Yeah. that's like horrible because yeah. in, re- in the reality of things is that I'm just pushing down the road which is going to cause even more anxiety yeah. which is going to even make me even more anxious right yeah and so just learning that kind of pattern and that's what I do mm-hmm. like then I have to like wow like I would have never realized that unless I sat there reflecting in my free time about like why am I how did I get here right yeah and so that is like a, I guess one of the cool things about having a free schedule is that you are able to use it in a very um, intelligent, mm-hmm. smart way of like growing, learning. Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah, like yeah. I think you're learning. You're you're using time, quality. Yeah. But That's it took good. me a long time to. It took me a, quite some time to get yeah. to that kind of place. That's good. I like I like this drawing that you showed because it's it's such a good illustration of basically the journey that I'm stepping in and what I'm trying to discover about myself identifying my tendencies and how that's becoming a pattern and it's causing an action in my life to basically yield consequences that then I now start to question like lead to reality yeah like why am I doing the very thing that I'm doing yeah and like I feel like uh, millennial me (laughs) because I've been a millennial like all millennials I feel like can relate to this yeah because um, when we get to that place of oh I don't like my reality yeah I don't like where I'm at, mm-hmm. the knee-jerk reaction is I need to change everything around me. You know, like my relationships, my yeah. community, yeah. my job, and whatnot. Yeah. And like that might, that could help. Uh-huh. Help. But yeah. In, probably in reality, like it's from within. Mm. Like it really like knowing is, yourself. Yeah, it's really yeah. from within that you can like from within like that analogy are you a thermostat or a thermometer mm, yeah like yeah i've heard of that yeah yeah when you are able to yeah uh, instead of being affected by the temperature around you like you saying you're the, you setting the temperature kind of idea yeah like but it but it takes a lot of knowing yourself before yeah you, before um what it says there lead yourself you know so for you to be a thermostat you have to know yourself and enable for you to become an influence around others like you kind of have to have a leading example and you lead that example to other people Or why, why do you think you're even here, you know? In Sacramento? We're in this why, world. Why, why, <laughs> oh, why am I in yeah. this world? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Um, and you can answer them in, like, layers. You could start off with just like, oh, why, why am I doing photography and acting? And why do I even, why am I even here, yeah. you know, in this world? Yeah. Why do I exist, Yeah. you know? Um, I think that, I think that, being someone in relationship with God, um, 
someone who is, uh, I like the word apprentice. Mm-hmm. My favorite pastor is John Mark Comer. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he I've, talks I've about apprenticeship yeah. to Jesus. Yeah. Like, I love that. And like even my, so yeah. going straight from the very beginning, my name mm-hmm. is Enoch, right? Yes. And so I love your name. Uh, Enoch in the Bible was the one that walked with God. Right? And he was and taken he up. He was taken up. Without dying. Yeah, without dying because God loved yeah. him so much. Yeah. And so even on that name level, like mm-hmm. I've never, like to be honest, I've never been like, oh, I want, like I'm called to do this. I want to do this. Like, mm. like uh, you know, I, I never had a drive for that. What for I've the next al- big thing. What yeah, yeah. What I've always been mm-hmm. about. What I've. What. What God has shown me through my name is that mm-hmm. the most important thing is, is is walking with Him. Wow. Um, in my wow. darkest, hardest times, mm. even someone calling my name was a simple reminder that life isn't about, you know, like pushing for something, like, you know the grind, the hustle, the hard stuff, like trying to get somewhere, trying to make it, whatnot. Mm. And I thought it was. At times in my life, I, I was, I completely was devoted to that. But yeah. coming back to my name, it, it is really about relationship with God. Yeah. And stemming from that li- life of like, relationship with God, it was like, well, what do I want to do? Yeah. Uh, okay, God, like, it used to be like, God, I'm waiting for you to tell me. Mm. Um, and for the longest time, I was like, what, uh, like, for a long time is God do you want me to do this give yeah. me a sign and I'll, I'll do it but if I won't do it until you tell me to yeah then I realized um, I was like um, it got to and nothing was happening and I was like God what's going on like come on like give me a sign and then I was like wait God is walking if God is walking with you I'm walking with God like I can trust him to tell me when I'm not in the right or if I'm going somewhere wrong so right like, okay God you know what I'm gonna I wanna there's something that I like to do yeah. I enjoy photography. I enjoy acting. I might take a step in that direction. Yeah. And I tell him this, and it's still part of my prayer every day is, mm. if I, if anywhere, anytime you want me to, to stop, I believe that you, like, you know how I communicate. Mm. You can tell me clearly to stop. Mm. I trust in your ability to speak yeah. to me mm. more than my ability to even be able to listen to you. Wow. So, you know, like... I'm leaning. I'm, I'm heading in this direction, and you're gonna be the one to, you know, the flash your lights to stop me. Yeah. Or give me the green lights to go. Yeah. And since then, it's just been on this pursuit. Yeah. Um, I do believe like we had a conversation earlier about this. Yeah. You know, like back you, then, the prophetic voices that spoke to culture mm-hmm. were the artists. Mm. They were the ones that. Um, uh, you know, Isaiah, Jeremiah, they were yeah. one of the speaking um, in poetry and prose yeah. to larger mm-hmm. culture, to society. Yeah. Um, the artists were the ones that built the um, the, the tabernacle. Like yeah. these, the artists were the Craftsmen. people that yeah. were able to display or communicate God's majesty, glory, his kingdom, who he was, his personality to the world. Yeah. And um, yeah. being able to do that to wider culture is something that I really I, I, I want to do yeah and so like I would so like all the projects I do that come from mm-hmm. my own like creativity yeah it's hope is that it's anchored in that yeah it's, it's the, the, that this, that for me creati- creatively 
it's a it's it's rooted in my relationship with God, mm. what I've been through in life, my personal experiences with Him. Yeah, because like in culture nowadays, I feel like, um, and I, even to go even more macro, yeah, like, you know, when I was in college, it was all about like postmodernism is bad, <laughs> like yeah, postmodernism is bad because now there's no app, no one believes in absolute truth and like. It, it, and like I agree like yeah of course the Bible is absolute truth I think I believe Jesus is absolute truth mm-hmm. and so um, but in my mind I was like no this is actually really helpful because if when people say that their own experience is true well I have experience with God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that means uh, and that means I have and in the postmodern idea is that if your experience is true then that's your experience and you can yeah. share that experience and so yeah like that and for anything, it gives more space to the creatives who have the experience with God, because now you don't have to, now you can be unencumbered to share, yeah, or to at least create from that place, yeah, because that you know like in a world that values personal truth, like that is our personal truth, yeah, that is Jesus is our personal truth, yeah, so we can come from that kind of reality and speak to that yeah. reality, yeah, so yeah, like um, creatively. Hmm. I guess that's my big why. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really good. I like that you pointed out the personal truth, and I think for some people in the faith can see that as like, oh, that's very kind of universalist, you know. Yeah. But I think in some ways we have to think about how we're all made in the same image and likeness of God. And so whatever we do, there's some sort of truth planted in us, and man is without excuse that there is a God, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and some of us tend to want to hide from that or just kind of shut it down because we all have been through something and whatever that thing that we've been through uh, can keep us from understanding stopping slowing down and you know like we're getting to a point in life where freedom which if we translate that in other words the graciousness of God is allowing us to experience him in places where we're not in a rush where we're not forcing things where we're not trying to chase after the ladder of success and we're just sitting there walking with him and understanding as your name is like you know walking with God it's given the opportunity for people to understand hey you don't have to look at somebody else's life and find your truth there find it in yourself and seek after that by slowing down by living life not because of somebody else's success and you envy and you you go after somebody else's you know, form of success because you saw that it worked for them. Maybe it may not work for you. And and it's okay if, you know, as for you, like, it's okay if you haven't found that, See, if you don't see that you're entering a season where you're going to be sharing this life with somebody, you know. it's You're just being here. You're not chasing after the next big thing. You're, you're enjoying the mundane. You're seeing things one day at a time and you're appreciating life as it is. Not hoping to have something better, but just giving your your best and being your best each day. Yeah, no. I think that's so. There's so much. Con- I think that's the, what contentment is, you know. But never settling to be in a space where you're not growing, but you're just content. Oh yeah, I but mean, you're still hopeful. It, you know? That was one of the hardest lessons I think to learn. Yeah. Um, because, like, one of the biggest lessons I think I learned in that season of freedom was um, like and striving like and like working towards success or trying to get jobs and stuff like that was yeah um, 
I mean, being an actor, you have to go through a lot of rejection. Mm. Like, you're constantly getting rejected, uh, which wears on your ego and whatnot. Yeah. And um, the beginning part of that career was very selfish in, the, in that, like, it was, I, I had unknowingly given into the, the, oh, you guys leave. No, 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 you're good. Late, huh? No, you're good. Um, I had unknowingly given into the belief that like, oh, if I follow God, if I, you know, play by his rules, success will come. Mm. And so we're, we're in the sense like, oh, like, yeah, I'll get jobs and whatnot. And so one day I was just like, I was like in my car in traffic, just super annoyed, disappointed. I hadn't got anything for a, long, for a while, quite some time. And I was just like getting angry at God. And... Um, I was like, God, like, why are you giving me this desire to even do this? Like, mm. if I, like, you know, like, and I started being like, and I started like, um, not bargaining, but like providing evidence. Like, this is why I should be getting this job. I've been doing this for you. And like, yeah. doing this. And like, that just revealed so much selfishness about in my mm. life. That I had, I had, and so much wrong thinking mm. and like bad and like wrong. Yeah. Wrong thinking. Yeah. Or like, like almost like manipulating God to like give me success mm. just like horrible like it's like I, I, I you know like the analogy I use is uh, that one friend we have that we keep maintain good relationship with so we can like use our discount <laughs> like yeah. that's essentially if I yeah, yeah. down my at that point yeah. my relationship with God or how I saw wow. him he was the friend I had to you know keep in good relationship with so that so he I can, can benefit get, I can from reap the benefits and the benefits yeah. was like better better you know yeah. higher paycheck booking better jobs wow. getting bigger clients and once I was here mm. with that reality that like completely disarmed me mm. I think that was really pivotal in my apprenticeship to Jesus because mm. that's where I had placed my value that, re that showed like how I relate to God yeah like and that's all you wanted from him it's not really yeah. him but his, the gifts yeah. that he gives you and it so yeah. felt so crappy yeah and that was a really big turning point where like I'm like God I, I, I don't like I, if I don't if I maintain this thinking mm. and I go 10, 20 years into the future I see just a bitter angry person and I do not want that yeah like I'd rather I'd rather much be on this journey with God in a good healthy relationship and keep on getting rejected yeah than to continue to try to manipulate him because and then, and then, like, cause, what is life? Like, it's yeah. not, it's not, it's not accomplishments. It's not like that kind of stuff. It's yeah. seriously just in a relationship with. Yeah, him. walking with him. Yeah, you know what does that look like? You know, yeah. and I think for every person walking with God, whether you believe in Him or not, walking in this life is anything can happen. You know, mm -hmm. walking in a park at times like this where we just saw like. You know, <laughs> yeah. like crazy stuff. That's the thing. You don't really know what happens tomorrow, you know. And if you're trying to search and hope and reach out for something that you don't even know what it looks like 10, 20 years from now, you have to find that anchor. Yeah. You have to believe in something. You have to find what works for you and what doesn't. And when it doesn't work, I think that's where it comes back to this diagram that you showed me. You have to know yourself. And you have to... You, you, you essentially need someone to lead you 
to see what works for you, to see what, how you can lead others in a life that um, has this healthy pattern, you know? There's, um, there's oh. this great story um, that uh, by uh, Rab- Rabbi Zusa. There's, mm. there's one rabbi a long time ago. Um, he was saying um, at the end of his life, mm. when he goes to heaven, yeah. the people in heaven are not going to say to him, hey, why weren't you Moses? Mm. Why weren't you Elijah? They're going to yeah. ask him, hey, why weren't you Zusa? Why weren't you you? Yeah, why yeah. weren't you you? Yeah, and like, you didn't live your that's, fullest potential. That's the idea of like, yeah, like self-awareness, like knowing mm. yourself more and more it, in, in relation to Jesus and like who he's created you to be and how yeah. you are. Like, yeah. That, that, yeah, like letting go of the ideal of who I want to be or like letting go of the ideal of like who I project myself to be. Yes. Or yeah. that kind of thing and like mm. embracing who I am embracing that God meets me where the, where the broken parts I am. Yeah. The bro- all, well, not broken parts I am. All I am is broken, you know? Yeah. Being met in that place. And yeah. then, you know, like, being with him and putting back the pieces together. Yeah. Like, that's, I, if I want to say that's my life, like, I, yeah. I, I guess that's my, yeah, I want yeah. my life to be like that. Yeah. yeah. But... Thanks, man. Like your name, I think is is an amazing reminder, even for myself, even for yourself. So, it's such a gift to even have this conversation. And it, I love I love Sacramento, man. <laughs> even though we noticed that. Oh wait, wait. I thought you were gonna stuff. say. Mm-hmm. Wow, I thought you were gonna say I love you, dude. I love you too. Oh, <laughs> Jamie. Let me give you a hug. Hug it out. Hug it out. Hug it out. <laughs> but yeah, I love Sacramento. Wow, that was such a great hug. You're a good hugger. Yeah, I know. It was awkward (laughs) because of her cross applesauce. But yeah, I'm going to give you a hug after. But this was fun. I appreciate you. Yo, I don't know about you. That conversation was real good. I hope you enjoyed that. Stay tuned more conversations coming up soon just a little plug i'm actually about to start another podcast and this one's gonna be called (laughs) stay tuned for more information on when this podcast is going to release in the meantime here it is with patterns of life podcast